Hey, what's up? This is Kev from the Falafel House Fantasy Football Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. This is Officer Mo Weekend coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever-so-lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sana, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Hour Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from Ivory Comics. Gomics? IvoryComics.com. Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? And an origamics to you, too, Kev. <laughs> oh, welcome, Gomics, man. Yeah. That wasn't even fun. I don't even want to try to do welcome, Gomics. It's okay. It's another story to be told so we can make another but we can episode go. How y'all doing? Doing well, man. Just shows to show. My body just wants to say guh. Guh. Gomics. <laughs> <laughs> no good news is good good news. <laughs> Wait, Kevin could do. That's right. With Kevin Gnu. Reganomics. Reganomics. And that voice is... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Straight from Viber, it is Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend, Suck It Up, Tough Love, and Ever So Lovely, Travel Agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mosquito Killing, Date Night at Denny's, Bend You Over the Chair, Lily Top, it's Mr. Beijing, Chloe, Senior Johnny Salami himself, our resident professor of gyrotechnics, Lee, DJ White Cheddar, Papa Smurfa, No Hassle, Vika, Hi Lee. <laughs> Man, yeah, and that's it, folks. Good night. All right, <laughs> show's good. over. We ended right? up, up an hour of the show just doing the intro. That's right, man. No, your intro, actually. Right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, well, happy to be here, man. Uh, we had a little, little uh, what do you call it, hiatus of a one week. So we could do don't the, tell them the, that. They we didn't have no hiatus, man. We show last week we talked about. Live the gimmick. Fourth wall, fourth wall. Exactly. What are you doing? Damn. Do you remember in the show, it's like, hey. K-Fade. Pipe bomb, pipe bomb. No, what I meant to say is we didn't have a hiatus. I'm going to pull a Trump there and just... Just say the exact opposite of what I said. Did you just uh, set us up for that? Redact bit. God dang it, man. We, Too dang political. It. We, he's, oh, we totally bought mm. into well, it. Well, at least there wasn't mm. a tank involved running over people trying to eat porridge. Right? That they dude's said. sneaky. The Magic Our Way podcast is open to all listeners despite your political affiliations. Even aliens. Yes. Even aliens. That's right. Blue people, green people, orange people. Mm. Would people, would not people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Could be people. Tribbles and Gnu's. We love Gnu's. Who don't like Tribbles? It's tribbles. politics-free atmosphere. Wow. That's right. 
But unfortunately, it is Lee's show. So <laughs> politics are going to happen, I bet, somewhere in his pitch. Lee, what are we talking about today out of curiosity? Give him a little synopsis. Well, we are going to talk about, this is going to be series one of, I don't know, what is it, like 14 or 18? I don't know how many hotels there are on Disney property. But um, we're just going to look back at the history of the Disney resorts, the Walt Disney World resorts, um, starting at the beginning. The first resorts that opened and then just kind of go chronologically through them uh we're gonna do one show per uh, one hotel per show excuse me and uh this week we're going to talk about the contemporary because that was uh one of the first three that opened and when walt disney world opened originally in florida excellent i'm sure we'll get to disneyland and all the other hotels that came down the pipe soon yeah. enough basically what happened is i don't have to think of a show topic for the next six months so you still got to deliver them, though, baby. Can I, can I tell you? True. I still have to actually have to do the work. You got to read your other stuff. three hosts say. <laughs> 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 Took some time, but we get there. Well, guys, strap on your seatbelts because we're about to go for a wild ride back into the past with Lee and his history of the Contemporary Resort Hotel down at Walt Disney World. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Here we are on the hub. And as I said in the intro, we are talking about the history of the contemporary resort with Lee. Lee, take it away. Oh. All right, guys. So, um, First of all, there's going to probably be some stuff that you guys know already, um, and maybe of some of the listeners know, some that they don't. Um, there's a little bit of history, a little bit of drama. Of course. You know, <laughs> laughter. Laughter. <death>. I love <laughs> laughter. Yeah, death. Oh, I don't uh, like death. All kinds of good stuff in here, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, life and circle of life. Mm. But um, no, so we're going to talk about uh, the Contemporary Hotel and you know, kind of how it got started, some of the history behind it, um, you know, maybe some interesting little tidbits and fun facts and things like that that you may or may not know. And, Ooh, tidbits. Uh, tidbits. Like tidbits. 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 Little bit. Yeah. Little bit of tidbits. Little bit of bitty titties. Little bit of bitty titties. You made a titty. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so, this, this should be interesting. I will say that, um, you know, I did a lot of research this week, and it was interesting to see kind of, you know, the history behind it, because I don't, I'm not as much into the history of Walt Disney World as, as some people are, and so it was definitely a, and not only an eye-opener, but just, uh, you know, a little very thought-filled, or not thought-filled, but a, I don't know how to, what I'm trying to say. I'm you were inspired a, by the Yeah, I was the a little inspired. Weeks. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, at the same time, I'm kind of worried that, because I think the contemporary is like one of those very iconic, you know, Hotels, I don't know that there's going to be as much uh, excitement talking about all-star sports, but uh, we'll figure that out when we get there. It's all in how you sell it, buddy. Yeah, yeah man. Exactly. Don't, don't be intimidated. I'm proud of you. You're stepping outside of your wheelhouse a bit here. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, man. It's, it's all product knowledge for you, dude. You're a mm -hmm. travel yeah. agent. Yes. Absolutely. Right. That's you, why I so. figured like maybe this is the connection is because you like to book trips and you are familiar with these resorts and what they offer. So maybe this is the connection. Maybe this is what 
draws you into learning a little bit more about where these resorts started out. Yeah, this is actually enhancing your skills as a travel agent. Yes. Because when yeah. you pitch to your customers, yeah. you could give them a I'm little taste like, of the history. Hey, guys, I know you're thinking about going on Disney. Did you know that the uh, contemporary that you're about to book for $700 a night, you used to be able to get for $28 a night? Just something you might want to know there. There you go. <laughs> They're like, that Lee Lastavica, he's fun and knowledgeable. Yeah, I'm going to call that travel agent for the $28 a night yeah. special. Can, Can I, I get back that roll back price? Please? I do like that time. <laughs> Is it really yeah. twenty dollars? Yeah, twenty. Oh. Yeah, twenty. Twenty-eight to forty-four dollars per oh. night was the original. My butt hurts now. I don't, now. Know, I don't <laughs> know what that is in, 19, in oh. 2018 dollars, but I didn't think the price was that steep. Well, in it hurts. Anyway. That's what it was. Twenty-eight dollars. Kevin needs a proctologist. <laughs> yeah, things are going on. Yeah, uh, this Crystal Head vodka is helping me though. Oh, that's, that's an awesome bottle. Uh, Twenty dollars. All right. Well, great. All right. So let's get learning. So yes, yeah, let's, let's jump into it. Where you so, want to start, man? Where we going? Well, uh, I think we should start at the beginning. That would be a good place to start. Let's jump on um, that ladder. <laughs> so the uh, Walt Disney World Resort uh, Complex opened on October first, nineteen seventy-one. Yes. For what it's worth, I was born on uh, November 3rd, 1971. So, oh. about a month before I was born. So, Lee's 50th birthday yeah, coincides with the 50th up. anniversary. Exactly. Oh. Wow. And Disney put a cake on your 25th anniversary. Sure did. <laughs> Got everybody pissed off at me. Like, why are you putting a cake on the castle? <laughs> you know, I, I said that to Rachel Robert, and she made a comment like, I get it. Like, a lot of people, it's like the thing to do. Like, oh, I was so mad about that. But when you were like 10, you were like, they you made the that. castle out of cake? What? <laughs> it's like real cake? Like, you, really, you thought you could go over there and take a scoop of castle. And just, Liars! Yes! Mm. Liars! I want icing! There ain't no cake here. I want roof icing! <laughs> but Lee, I bet it's, you got your cake on your 25th birthday, right? I'm pretty sure I got my cake and I ate it too. What was her name? Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 25, I was, it was Mrs. Las Tavica. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> ah, that, that's smooth, Lee. That was really smooth. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 cute. Can we talk to your wife to verify that's <laughs> accurate information? <laughs> like I didn't meet him till he was thirty-two. What are you talking about? Oh uh, no, nah, we were some youngins when we got married. Man, I was twenty-two and she was nineteen, or I was twenty-one and She's she was only nineteen. <laughs> and your beard was only four inches long. <laughs> Your beard was merely stubble back in the day. <laughs> so the uh, Polynesian and the Contemporary were actually the first resorts to open in Walt Disney World. About um, a month later came Fort Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds. So mm -hmm. basically, I guess your choices were uh, spend a lot of money or pitch a tent. Also, the Contemporary was somewhat based on Walt's original vision for Epcot. Uh, so, you know, it was supposed to be a self-contained, it would have everything there, shopping inside the resort, um, you know, restaurants, every, everything would be like, it's almost like a little shopping mall, uh, like a little, like a miniature city um, was what the original concept was going to be for the contemporary as well. Um, so that was kind of cool with the open atrium, all the shops, restaurants, monorail running through the building, all that kind of stuff, modern, futuristic, and that's why it was called the contemporary. But it definitely was made to face the Magic Kingdom and to face Tomorrowland because it was like the futuristic hotel. Do you know what the original name of the hotel was, Lee? The Tempo Bay Hotel. The Tempo Bay Hotel. And why did they change it? Because uh, basically Roy hated that. That's right. <laughs> That's basically why. Uh, it's one of my little notes here. Uh, yeah, it was... 
it, I mean, there was the contemporary, it was Tempo Bay, it was a lot of different things, but the working title was the contemporary. And um, at one point, when Walt saw, I mean, that's sorry, when Roy saw the, the plans for Tempo Bay, he thought they were building another hotel. He questioned him on, like, why are we building this other hotel? He said, no, it's, this is what this is going to be called. And he didn't want that. Um, he liked the other name better, say, yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I think of Walt Disney World, number one thing you think of is Magic Kingdom and the castle. But to me, that A-frame hotel, that is the embodiment of, of Walt Disney World. Yes. Now, I, yeah, I mean, I know, like, now the Grand Floridian is the, uh, the flagship resort, but at that time, uh, this was the flagship resort. Is the Grand and, Floridian uh, considered the flagship resort now? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, that's that's what I've always understood. Um, that you know, the Grand Floridian and the Grand Californian are both the flagship resorts of, of you know California and Florida. I've never quite heard it put like that before, but I guess maybe. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I've read that. No, before. I, that's what I've always heard. Yeah, uh, that's what I've always referred it to. But I mean, there's definitely no, there's nothing more iconic than that. A-frame with the monorail running through it. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you think Disney hotel, if you think a Disney hotel, I mean, I think the very first one that really pops into your mind is contemporary. I mean, it's just iconic. Yeah. I, I still think of that as a flagship. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, and that's why I wanted to do this one first because I felt like this was, again, when you think of Walt Disney World, when you think of a hotel that represents Walt Disney World, you think of the contemporary. Yes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the Polynesian is nice. The Grand Floridian is nice, but they both don't have that. A 100% unique structure to them. So Yes, and there's something about, like, you look at the Grand Florian, you get that sense of luxury, and you look at the mm-hmm. uh, the Polynesian, you get that sense of... Um, relaxation. Uh, relaxation. You look at the grand, uh, the contemporary, and there's a sense of history. Yeah. Even though that they opened at the exact same time, uh, some even argue that Polynesian opened first by, like, a minute. But... Yeah. Even though they opened on the exact same day, there's something iconic and almost historic about the contemporary that just you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you pass through it on the monorail. The yeah, way yeah it's the design, lot, yeah. right? It's so that's like, it's like always you, it's always in your presence, whether you're liking it or not. Especially if you park, yeah. All the different changes that have happened within that A-frame, and then you know you have the grand ceremonial house over at the Polynesian, and there's been changes, but the A-frame or the ceremonial house? I mean, really? <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to compare. Yeah, it's not even close. So, again, some of this most people should know if you're any kind of a Disney fan, but just in case you didn't know, one of the most um, mythological or like the things that everyone knows about the contemporary is the way that they built it with the prefabbed rooms. So, at this point, Disney or, or Walt Disney was working with U.S. Steel. Disney, at this point, did not own any hotels. Even the Disneyland Hotel in Disneyland wasn't owned by Disney. Um, now, Disney would eventually purchase that, that hotel and also the Pan Pacific Hotel, which would become Paradise Pier. But like I said, they, they had no idea how to, you know, what it meant to own a hotel. So same thing here. They would come into an agreement with U.S. Steel, who would build the resort. Disney would own the land, but lease the hotel and operate it. But it wouldn't be, the hotel itself was not going to be owned by Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. So at this time, um, U.S. Steel was working with uh, this concept of these prefabbed rooms. So they would take these rooms and literally build your hotel room off-site, you know, a couple thousand, mi- a couple hundred miles away. Then they'd load the room on the back of a big-ass truck, r- bring it down to the uh, to the hotel, and slide it in. 
So just like little drawers on the dresser, they would just slide these rooms into what they'd already built, the, pre, uh, the steel beams and all that kind of stuff. But that in itself proved to be a problem because they thought that would save them time. I would just load them up, slide it in, slide it in, slide it in, slide it in, slide it in. Well, very quickly they realized that if they did that, that they would throw the whole hotel off balance mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and destroy the integrity of the steel. So they had to put two in on this side then go over here and put two in on this side and go over back over here. And so they had to go back and forth and back and forth and, and like ch -ch 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 build up. Counterbalance. Like the worst, worst yeah. game of Jenga ever. <laughs> 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 nice. And they weren't the great fits. Like people make it out like they just slid in there like a chest of drawers. Right. Right. Yeah, no, it was like, it's, yeah, exactly. And now um, here, skipping ahead, quote unquote, a little bit. That's one of these Disney uh, folklore rumors was that, that they did that so that when they wanted to remodel the rooms, they could just come in and pull them out, build a new room and slide it back in. So that's one of those internet rumors that you always hear about, but that's not actually true. They never were designed to be to go in and out. What? Um, mm -mm -mm. You don't say. Yeah. Dream crusher. Why wouldn't you get a crane and a forklift and pull a room out instead of just sending <laughs> your line? Yeah. Can you imagine if like you get told what the the wrong room and like you're chilling out, vacationing and a crane just <laughs> yanks you right out? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Cleveland and Family Guy. No, 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 no. Hey, hey. <laughs> you like dangling in midair and stuff. Like, hey, no, wait a no, minute. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Dang it. Honey, what time is checkout? Now, now. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, 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 now. Uh, sir, did you order the express checkout? <laughs> Here's your car. You already pulled your car around. <laughs> Just throw you, this like slingshot you right into the parking lot. No, they like to tilt it and all your stuff comes out of the room. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I heard that was the early version of the Magical Express. There you, you go. walked out of the airport, you walked right into your room. There you go, yes. <laughs> you just rode to the, and they just put you in. Yes, that sounds good. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. There's actually was another resort <laughs> built, uh, not in the A-frame manner like uh, the contemporary, but it, with this prefabbed, um, you know, idea of just sliding them in, boom, boom, boom. Uh, it was yeah. located on, I, it was about a year later, they built it on iDrive, U.S. Steel also. Mm -hmm. uh, it was called Court of Flags. Uh, not a Disney property, but it was also like kind of like an upscale vacation resort. Um, and basically what it is now is a, uh, a Lexus dealership. But <laughs> oh. So they actually built, yeah, they built another hotel there. Um, took that, I guess it was kind of like one of those things like it just was in fashion or, you know, like a trend in construction then to do these prefab rooms. Way um, of the future. Yeah, exactly. Way, way of the future. So much. Way of the future. Way of the future. Way, <laughs> way of the future. <laughs> <laughs> the future. What? That was for all the aviator fans out there. <laughs> None of which are on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something that, again, most people know this, but um, the contemporary is also famous for being the site where President Richard Nixon made his famous speech. His uh, I am not a crook speech. I knew he was going to get political again. Damn it, let it go. <laughs> Gotta sneak it in there. Good Lord. My turn. 
I, facts are facts. Enough no, of this Republican hating from you. He's what is like, with you? He's like looking at all of it like every day. He's like, hmm, okay, it was built by <laughs> Walter Beckett. Nah, scratch that. Nixon was there. Nixon. I know. He got Reagan. <laughs> he got Trump. He got Nixon already. Good he's got a Lord. trifecta. He's got a list right there. He's like crossing him out. Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> he's a Democrat. Oh, like U.S. Steel made his. Yeah, anyway. Nixon. You know, if only Richard Nixon was alive today, he'd be like, well, I'm not a crook because I just saved 20% on my car insurance by switching the guy. No collusion. So another little fun fact, as I mentioned earlier, at, at that point, you know, Disney didn't own any hotels. So what they did about a year ahead of time is they leased the Hilton Inn South in Orlando, Florida, which opened in May of 1970. Yeah, so this is interesting. This yeah. Was a yeah. 140 room hotel that kind of like a uh, they used it kind of like a little test site, a living laboratory if you will. Uh, they developed training manuals, restaurant menus, you know, basically just taught themselves how to run a hotel hmm. uh, using this as a uh, kind of like a little test site. Now, the monorail since you brought that up Danny, you know, that was one of those things I that did? all almost didn't happen. And so, um, of course, <laughs> That was part of the vision, but like anything else, you know, you can dream it up, but to actually make it happen uh, is different because basically the contractors and the, uh, you know, all the structural engineers told them, like, look, you're basically going to destroy your hotel. All the vibrations from the, the train going through, you know, it's just not going to work. Um, but, you know, Roy wasn't here, and he's like, look, dude, I'm not building, he's, I'm not building a place to hold the Goodyear blimp. You know, that's what this is going to look like if we don't have a monorail running through it. And um, <laughs> so, you know, if he, he didn't want to just have a regular, you know, atrium-style hotel. So basically, Roe was like, you guys need to figure it out. Just build it. And uh, so what they did was they actually, instead of attaching the monorail to the building, they attached it to the ground and then put it off to one side of the building. So it, was, it actually doesn't attach to the hotel itself. So it doesn't shake the rooms. Yeah, shake the Yeah, well, you can pay When all you want to do is go a boom, 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 and a zoom, zoom. And shake the room. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. If the contemporary, we can do it, lady. Interesting note back then, the original contemporary beds, they did shake, but you had to put a quarter in them. <laughs> right. Well, no, you only had to put a nickel back then. You had to put a quarter in them. <laughs> That's right. Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> Inflation. All right. So, everyone knows about the Mary Blair mural that's on the, um, the elevator at, at the Contemporary. That mural contains 18,000 individual tiles, over 18,000 individual tiles. And those had to be shipped in from California. So, they were, like, put on these special trucks. Uh, I forget what they called it. Uh, there, was, there was a word. These, these special kind of trucks. So they would, <laughs> yeah, they, just, they put it on the top of a Volkswagen. And they just held it with their hand like a mattress. <laughs> and, <laughs> you got the left side of the tile. I got the right. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We got 17,000 more pieces to go. <laughs> we can make convoy. this work. We, we can do it. We got a great big convoy. All in pickup trucks singing low, right? <laughs> Got all my tiles. Oh, man. So, you know, she had this kind of the Southwest Indian motif, birds, animals, flowers, trees. Um, and so, you know, they also had a lot of her artwork, uh, artwork framed in the hotel rooms and stuff like that. But the, basically, they used that, that, that mural to, to hide the, um, the elevator shaft. Yes. Now, 
I'm sure Danny knows this. Uh, Eli, do you know what is at the top of that 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 mural? The frame of the mural, the <laughs> the big the big tiled mural of the mountainous area and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's got four sides, so you gotta you gotta be a little bit more specific. Uh, okay, sorry. All right. So at the top, the one that faces the monorail, the mural that faces the monorail. There's something at the top of the mural that's like a little famous, not a hidden Mickey, but kind of like that. Five goats. Five goats? Close. <laughs> Danny's probably giving you hand signals right now. <laughs> Cinco gotas. Cinco gotas. <laughs> Worst episode of Password ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like it, it's within the tiles. Yes. It's a five-legged goat. <laughs> Not five goats, a five-legged goat. Five, five goats. Five goats. Five with five one goats. leg each. Uh, uh, uh. It's a goat. It's and a goat. got legs. It's a Mario. Uh, it's a goat. I got like half points for that. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> well, there Give are at least points. five goats in that mural. I mean, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, do you know how many goats there are, Lee? There could be. There could be more. There could uh, be more. Probably, yeah. Let's say at least five. I mean, we don't have the. I don't have the mural on the Cinco wall. Cinco cabras. <laughs> we got to work on our I, communication. Apparently, she she did that on purpose to honor the culture of the Grand Canyon Indian tribes. Who felt that artwork could not be perfect? So the Navajos, yes, Navajo, yeah. Navajo. Yeah, the five-legged goat thing—that's kind of become its own thing. And there is that story out there that that's why, she, like, it was a purposeful thing. Yeah. But there are also other stories about it, and one of them is that it was just an accident. I mean, when you have that <laughs> many tiles and you're you're taking a piece of artwork and you're splitting it down. It's possible that a foot got lost in there somewhere. Right. They're like, yeah. hey, I got this extra piece. I right, just stick it on the goat. Because I did read something where they were talking about Disney. Actually, when they realized that the goat had five legs, they looked into pricing out how much it would be to switch out that tile. And then we're like, yeah, no, the hell with that. That goat's got five legs. Nobody's it's way up there. That. Nobody's going to see it. <laughs> <You can laughs> see that. Nobody's going to no. see that. You need a crane, and even then, that's getting them to their room. So. Yeah, but I mean, really, does Disney really do anything on accident? Yeah. Artists know. do. I was going to say, it's like, you know, I, again, if they're pricing out the cost of replacing that, I don't know. Like, Mary never commented on it. This is a rumor, yeah. uh, as far as I can turn. Uh, I've, I've never seen it confirmed anywhere by anything that Mary Blair ever said that she intended. That if, I mean, you don't see any s- dolls in Small World with two heads. <laughs> <laughs> Did Mary work on the dolls, though? Yeah, yes, yes. They got, the, they got the Simpson doll with four fingers. It's like, hey. Look, he's from Conjoindia. <laughs> Every now and again, an artist will try to experiment. I mean, such as Picasso. I mean, he was a natural artist. I mean, and then maybe he went she was eating some peyote and was like, hey, I'm just putting a fifth leg on this. Girl. No, look, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not saying I know definitively. I'm saying no one yeah. knows definitively. Uh, Mary never really commented on it ever. So what if uh, it was a goat that actually had five legs? I mean, that is that possible. Could be, could be a mutation. Right? I mean, I've got a, I got a third leg, so. All, all right, all right. Are Your you beard don't count as a leg. <laughs> you the, <you're> the <laughs> well, Billy Goat Gruff. Hang down huh? that low. <laughs> no, look, I'm not saying I don't want to. You know, yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want it, to. It's, it's one of those little pieces of information. It is, and it's a nice. Yeah. Look, every time I go there, I, I go find the goat. Just like it's like her signature. You, you go find the yeah. signature. You know, uh, along with the other artists. I mean, yeah, it's, it's also one of those things that you know you show your kids, and maybe hopefully one day they show their kids, and 
you know, goes, oh, let me show you this. Did you know about this? Oh, <laughs> the middle one's supposed to be your udders. <laughs> oh, God. Is that, is that another it's, theory? It's, I'm thinking oh, it's a male know. goat. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's my theory. It's a male goat. <laughs> oh, wow. So we got male goat. Udders. So he's got two penises. Yeah. That's a hell of a jack four legs, but two penises. Yes. Or oh, they're split down the middle. Yes. One of those kinky things. You're like, hey, you, you, you bringing your extra leg down to the next tile. You're not supposed to do that, Mr. Goat. I mean, that was the other theory. Like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar to this one. But like, yeah, that it was left imperfect because God... Uh, not the Navajo God, not the spirit God, but the uh, Christian God, I suppose, um, you know, is the only thing that's perfect in this world. So nothing. Should. Oh, okay. I've heard that one as well. But oh. um, uh, look, it's it's urban legend and it's, you know, it's kind of fun to speculate, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't saw... be surprised if just somebody lost track of a leg. <laughs> that sounds a lot. Yeah, it sounds more feasible. They finish and they're like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like when you put like you put something from IKEA together and you got like three extra parts left over, <laughs> extra screws, it's extra sh- leg, oh, crap, more stability. Yeah, <laughs> it's an aesthetic. Oh man, they got a Disney pin with an extra leg. Yeah, the guy goat oh, wow. got okay, some merch, cool. man. Goat's it's got it's some merch. Thing, yeah. I want to get that goat now because I heard like the original cost of of changing out the tile was like five thousand dollars or something like that. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is back in like you know again like what seventy one twenty dollars to get you a room in the contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, oh my god, that you know five thousand dollars to them today is nothing. But I mean, I'm sure they made back the five thousand in merch alone. Oh yeah. Oh one stay. Oh, they probably sold at least five thousand dollars in those pins. So I'll buy a pin next time I see it. Unless it's a scrapper. Maybe the Raz will buy me one. Right. I'll pay it back. <laughs> it could be a scrapper. I'll gladly <laughs> pay Tuesday yeah. for a pin today. Yeah. <laughs> Does it go to have a name? I don't oh, know. I don't know. Um, Pete. Goatee. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Pete the goat. Pete the goat. I was gonna say, do you know, Lee, what was originally gonna be what the design was and what they thought should go there, the original designers before they put uh, Mary Blair's artwork on there, what was what what the mindset was of what was going to encase that elevator? Hmm. I don't think I do. Five legged pig? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Two headed Mickey. Five hands of whiskey? No, they were just going to do like a shiny reflective metal around the whole thing. Oh, it was oh my gosh. Really? Can you imagine the Florida sun beating down on that? People are, Chef Mickey's getting blinded. It'd be like finding the, the, the remains of the lost ark. <laughs> <laughs> when it hits it at the right time, it points out the correct room in which the ark is being stored. Yes. But that mural and that whole idea of naming it the Grand Canyon Concourse is really kind of where the, the contemporary got its... Well, it's an original theme from at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was in the, the the you know like she already did two murals for Disney, but this was like the last project she ever did for Disney. But it's okay. the only one of her murals, ceramic murals, I should say, because Small World's still there. But I mean, it's the only mm-hmm. one of her ceramic murals that still survive because they got rid of the stuff over in Disneyland uh, when they That's fixed up Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, can you imagine that? Like, oh look, original artwork. Let's just rip all that down. We're gonna put in Star. Yeah, Trek. we'll just uh, use yeah. that tile for the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Use that towel. <laughs> Baby, I'm about to take a piss and I saw a five-legged goat on the floor. <laughs> you got all this extra leg towel. What the hell is this? What we paid for? <laughs> yeah, freaking goat is looking at it from the floor like, this goat is watching me pee. I don't, I'm comfortable with this. That's right. I'm a three-legged man. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> goes like, yeah, you bet you want a leg like mine. Power to the odd-numbered legged people. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Loves art. 
so they just basically destroyed that mural <laughs> just for yeah it was a one over uh adventures through inner space and um the the uh, what do you call it the um the circle vision the 360 yeah, the 360, the, yeah. yeah. she had two murals they were like uh, across from one another and again it was like the the kids you know she I don't want to say she liked kids because in this day and age it sounds wrong. No, but I no, mean, she had she, a youthful. Yeah, she like, had a style, and there were children, and you know they kind of rep, like I want to say one had to do with like um, like solar power and wind power and stuff like that. Like there were kids, and but they were you know like almost like small world where members of like different parts of different nations mm-hmm. coming together, but showing the progress of, of mankind kind of thing. So it kind of all tied in. And yeah, they just ripped it all down. And they're like, okay, we're just going to put uh, Star Tours. Wow. Who needs that unity crack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Progression of the future. Let's just show them the future. Just throw all that love and kind. But I mean, you know, in Disney's defense, these things are so big. I mean, like, let's say that Disney decided to go ahead and redo the contemporary. Because, I mean, really, the the, the idea of what the original theme was of, of the, the contemporary being kind of like a tribute to, um, like, the... I no, heard it not was, Epcot. But I heard like, it was inspired no. by a bottle that was, well was used for Epcot. No, right? it was like inspired by the national parks and, and uh, what you call it, um, you know, like uh, natural wonders kind of thing. That's why you had the Grand Canyon um, concourse. concourse. And, yeah. and then in the rooms, like the ballrooms, they were like named like the Yellowstone Room and they had like... Yeah. A, all the scenic wonders of America and stuff. Right. And then you, like uh, some of the restaurants were being like the Pueblo Room and stuff like that. It was just this right. idea. Yeah. Of, yeah. So the Mesa Grande Lounge. Well, I mean, the Grand Canyon Lounge. So. Right. Well, you're supposed to be, you're made to be feel like you're outside. So you have like on, on, on the north side and the south side, you have like this, this window. So, I mean, you're made to be feel like you're outside, even though you're inside in this air conditioned area. But like in the original design, and I still remember this, they were like these orangish, yellowish trees everywhere in the lounge. So it was supposed to signify like you were outside, right. even though you were inside. I mean, I say lounge, mm-hmm. what I mean was um, the concourse. Itself. Yeah, the whole openness. Right. Thing, like yeah. uh, in the terrace cafe and everything like that, where you would, you know, sit and um, eat and stuff like that. But I mean, it was everywhere. And so the idea was that you were inside, but you were outside. Um, and it was just a tribute to these kind of natural wonders, these parks, these, uh, you know, that was really what the original theme of it was. It has absolutely nothing to do with it has, what the theme is today, which is just buy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just like contemporary, modern, um, yeah. modern deco. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, as far as. Chic. The, no, the theme chic. of it, chic, but like you know, it's just like a modern, I guess. Like this is modern style. Uh, it's compact. That's it's retro yet modern. Uh, yeah. Yes, Tomorrowland. Chic, exactly. It's Bleak. something like that. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just. I don't know. To me, the 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 contemporary will always just be orange, yellow, and brown. Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I remember. Yeah, well, you know, that was a lot of those seventies colors, man. Like when yeah. you saw. Oh you yeah! See some pictures online, and you're like, "God, that is really gross." Oh, that takes <laughs> me back though, because I remember the trams were the same color too. I yeah, used oh to wow! Love that. Yeah, they were the exact same. I don't color. even remember the tram. See, we never did the tram thing. Now. Oh yeah, that's so, right. I always Kevin, park, do you yeah. remember like the game room, the Fiesta Fun Center, and yeah, all that absolutely. stuff? Absolutely, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, Fiesta dude. Fun Center, yeah. That is my like first and f- greatest memory of Disney World was that Fiesta Fun Room. It was my jam. Yeah. Yeah, it was your jam. <laughs> jam. Right, well, no, no, it was it was cool. It was fun. Okay, my very first memory of my Disney vacation when I was a kid, like I've been there before, but didn't really remember it. But as a Ute, 
you uh, <laughs> coming through yeah. there. I remember my mom and dad checking in. And they were like, "Hey, y'all kids, look right over there. You know where the the wave currently is." But you know, right. yeah, which is why I've, I've always hesitated to go to the wave. I know it's supposed to be great, and I, yeah, I, I'll make it there one day. Um, but I just never went to the wave because I always remembered what used to be there. And I remember walking in there, and it was like. Like a, kid, like a kid's heaven, yeah. It was. And there was more, like, I've never seen an arcade that big before. And mm-hmm. a shooting gallery inside. And, and my God, like, I'm a huge caricature fan. And I just, I'll never forget, there was a guy up there doing caricatures. And they had a projection screen. And it was aimed at what he was drawing. And you could see it on overhead what he was drawing. And I was just in awe. And I just sat there, like, you know, just staring at what this guy was doing and watch as he took, in 10 seconds, just made a drawing that looked just like the kid that was sitting there. And we sat there and we watched this guy do this thing. And then my sister went and my cousin went. And, like, then it was finally, it was my turn. I was so geeked up. And I went up there and I was like. He was like, I'm taking a break, kid. No, 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 no. (laughs) He said, hey, man, you know, what's your name, Danny? Okay, uh, what what do you like? And I'm like, what kind of sport you like? Because, you know, you look at your boy, they stereotype. Uh, Baseball, because I was playing baseball at the time, even though I hated baseball. Um, he's like, okay, I'll draw a picture of you. You're going to be a baseball player. He's, I'm watching the overhead thing, and he's drawing this picture of me. I'm like, wow, that's me. And he draws me. And then here I am about ready to catch the ball in my glove, and then the ball bounces out of my glove, and he writes this word bubble over my head that says, oops. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we wow. get these things, and they're in this like, little, I don't know, it's like a cellophane kind of thing or something with a border that said Disney's Contemporary. And we all took ours home. And they, my cousin Robert, he got to display his. My, my sister displayed hers. I had that one up on my mantle for a while, and I just would look at it, and I would like it and hate it <laughs> at the same time. Like, why did I get the oops? <laughs> Damn it. I need oops. Why didn't I tell the dude, let me tell you something? <laughs> Why didn't I get an attitude with that man and make him correct that thing? But it was a brilliant. Yeah, I remember. a home run or something. Yes. I remember because they had the three caballeros everywhere or in, in the fiesta room. And it was just so beautifully laid out. I love Ponchito. That was my guy. Uh, but yeah, that was the fiesta room was my sh- I, I love that. Find that guy and I'd be like, you should have had me catch Dude, the ball in your drawing. I'm surprised I don't still have that somewhere. That that I was just that, about to ask if you had that somewhere. That character of me sat there for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And I would stare at it because I mean I I love caricature. I mean Eli will tell you. I mean, yeah. I've always done caricature work. Uh, but there was two moments in my life that I, I remember specifically with caricature. That was my first introduction to caricature at Disney World. And my second introduction to it was when Roger Craig held up the the, the shirt that he wore. Uh, in the Super Bowl, when they won the Super Bowl, it was a car- caricature shirt done by an artist by the name of Bruce Stark, who I remember as a kid writing and telling him how much I loved his work, and he wrote me back, and he sent me pictures of his artwork and everything. Uh, oh, cool. That's how in the caricature work I was, and so I've done caricature, like, somewhere around here, I've got a Saints caricature thing that I did that, you know... Got a couple. E- yeah, when Eli and I went to the Comic-Con, we sold it. Uh, but, yeah, no, I was a huge fan of caricature, and, and that was the first moment that I was introduced to caricature was being down there. But other than that, I mean, God darn it, that arcade was just brilliant. I mean, that was the biggest thing I've ever seen. Up until that... And like it, had the, the, it had a shooting arcade, too, in the yes, back, right? Yes. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. I mean, y- y'all know me. Y'all listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a yeah. shooting gallery. It was pretty cool. Uh, it's it's yeah. vividly my very first memory of walking into Walt Disney World. Well, that and the topiaries of the contemporary at the time. Yeah. Not that one Mickey. I'm talking about, like, all the, like, the hedges and everything like that was all shaped... 
Like, this is the first time I've seen shaped bushes and stuff like that. The push pops. <laughs> there you go. I still love the push pops. Yes. Um, it was always a fight for me because it's like, we didn't come all the way to Disney World for you to play in an arcade. You could do that back home. Yeah. But that was like the problem, place. Right? Of, they were like, go in there. We're going to check in. We're like, mom, we want to go to Disney World. We just want to ride all the rides. Yeah. And, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. and I, we just stared in awe. No, I saw the shooting gallery. Well, I was listen, like, I got to go. That, <laughs> all right here. The, our age, man, we were the golden age of video games. Yes. Oh, the and, arcades and everything and I mean, were awesome. Yeah, and like I would I remember like me and my friend would design our own arcades and you know, we had graph paper, we'd put, you know, like, okay, well this is gonna be Pac-Man and then over here is gonna be Miss Pac-Man and we had it all laid out and you know, I was like we that's like how geeky I was about video games that I would design my own arcade. What, what would you call it? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, I don't even know if I gave it a name to be honest. Beard Acadia? <laughs> Third leg. <laughs> funny um. character story. I mean, not funny, but just going off the caricatures. You know, we did the same thing the first trip. Uh, we were staying at the All Stars, and there was. No, that's not true. I mean, we were staying at the All Stars, but I don't remember if we had the caricature done in at the All Stars or if we were at a different hotel. I think we went to 1900 Park Fair. And there was a guy doing them at the Grand Floridian. And my daughter had one done and my son had one done. There used to be. You're right. There used to be. So my wife was pregnant with my youngest at that time. And um, Actually, there were more portraits at the Grand Floridian than there were caricatures. Like It's by that little stairwell where now they do like the little silhouette, uh, little things that you hang up. It's kind of like your side profile silhouette kind of thing that they do over there. But prior to that, they used to do portraits over there. Like, okay. you know, kind of like when you go to France in Epcot, right. you know, it, it's like, okay, we're not, it's caricature, but it's a portrait. Yeah. It's kind of a different yeah. kind of thing. Whereas if you go to, like you said, the all-stars, yeah, it's, it's like an, overly it's caricatured. A, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was definitely a caricature, but uh, I just remember because the guy that did it, he was just very friendly, mm-hmm. uh, very patient. And then this, that, and the other, and I stayed in touch with him. And then when my son was born, I sent him a picture, and he did a caricature on his, you know, on his off time, and sent it and sent it back to me. Um, so we, so we would have characters of all three of the kids, and um, I'm still friends with that guy on Facebook. So I don't know if you listen to the show or not, but if you do, Alex, thank you uh, for doing those characters of all my kids, man. We got them. We still have them today. Yeah, as as we're sitting here talking, I just pulled a book out from my shelf called The Mad Art of Caricature, that mm-hmm. I have sitting up there. Yeah. I've shown it to everybody. I got this for free in, in Walt Disney World because when I proposed to Anna, uh, right afterwards, uh, we sat down there. We like generally once a whenever we go there, at least once a year, I try to do a, a caricature. If it's not me and Anna, like lately it hasn't been me and Anna, it's been Lily. To be okay. honest with you, we yeah. have one of her mm-hmm. as Moana from our last trip when we stayed at the Polynesian. Remember that little extra day? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not every time, but it's most of the time. And uh, I remember striking up a conversation with the guy, and the guy didn't think he did a good job on Anna. So he's like, you know what? You know, you just sat here and talked to me the old, whole time about caricature. You really like this stuff. Here you go. <laughs> and like, because wow. you could have bought the book, but he yeah. just gave me the book for free. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, the caricature ar- artists over there are something else. I-, I do enjoy them. All right. Well, anyway, we got sidetracked on character. Yes, yes, yes. Caricature is a huge uh, art form yeah. in Disney. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah, no, it's, it it's in Animal Kingdom, it's in Epcot, um, it's at most of the resorts. It so, is fun to watch. It is. It the is. Last, last it time is. I got a character was at that Florida festival thing that used to be right by SeaWorld. 
Not, yeah. not totally not Disney, but uh, I don't know if anybody remembers that. But it used to be a thing called the Florida Festival. But I digress. Okay. That was in Orlando. Yeah, it was. Well, it was right by, right next to SeaWorld. Yeah, oh, so wow. just outside of Orlando, where they shot Jaws three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was where the shark jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> the shark's fifth leg. <laughs> because it ate the goat. <laughs> Got an extra fin. <laughs> Got an extra fin. Yeah. But yes, we remember the Fiesta Fire. Yes. Very yeah, well. Yeah. And so now it's the wave, yeah. just so you know. It's yeah, the wave. screw that. And he uh, trashed a lot of stuff. It looks beautiful in there. And I peeked in there, but ugh. it's supposed to be really good food and all that kind of stuff. So, but uh, yeah. All right. So back to the contemporary. We were talking about the construction a little bit earlier. And Danny, you were talking about how, you know, um, they almost didn't open on time. Mm-hmm. Technically, they didn't open on time. Um, they opened enough, they had enough rooms ready, and the, the hotel itself was ready enough to, to get guests in, but it really wasn't 100% complete uh, on opening day. There were still, you know, cranes everywhere. So they actually, for the opening day, they had to take the cranes, disassemble the cranes, and then put grass over them so that they wouldn't see them. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, they actually didn't open on time. But... They did open up by the end of the year, so they they had done enough for the you know the grand opening of Walt Disney World, but not the actual. It wasn't one hundred percent complete. This was kind of cool story that, uh, so, in that time frame, they, around the spring of seventy one, um, they go down to Disney World to check on the you know the construction and how it's going and this that, and the other, and uh, Dick Nunez was asked if he thought that it would be open on time. And he basically said, like, only if we put the entire force of the Disney company behind us <laughs> will this thing be open on time. So the next week, uh, Dick Nunez moved to Florida <laughs> to make sure that the entire force of the D- Disney company was behind him. <laughs> um, you know, they had, they had issues like people sleeping on the job. There was, uh, they were people creating phantom employees to get just, you know, to get checks and that weren't even working there. Um, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. So um, they actually ended up basically firing everyone, <laughs> all the contractors. Yep. And then they created a new company, a new construction company, and hired everyone back. But that construction company was Buena Vista Construction. And so, of course, Disney was in charge of that. And then that's when shit got serious and they got it done. That was after they bought out U.S. Steel, though, right? Like, they pretty much like, okay, look. See, did they buy U.S. Steel or did they... No, no, they, was, they didn't buy U.S. Steel. They bought out U.S. Steel. Like, they oh, okay. bought out yeah, U.S. Steel's interest in the resort. Yeah, in the yeah. resort. And then they fired everybody, and they were like, okay, you're rehired. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Buena Vista Construction. <laughs> exactly. Completely exactly. different. <laughs> the whole new act. Yeah. But they didn't let them get away with their old tricks. Yeah. And yeah, now exactly. they had people in there watching them, uh, as opposed to like, you know, uh, again, working for U.S. Steel, they're like, ah, oh, typical construction job, eh? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Woo, hey, bang. Hey, Johnny Salami. Yeah. Hey. Insert hey. stereotypical uh, Italian accent here. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, this is, yeah. They, Mario. <laughs> total construction talk. But yeah, yeah, they fired everybody, and then uh, you know because they they weren't doing the job fast enough. Like, they didn't take the deadline seriously. Yeah, really, they were seriously. like, they went to Disney. You're like, yeah, you might want to rethink this deadline. It ain't gonna happen. And Disney was like, yeah, like, well, it's gonna. It kind of has to happen. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> we're paying for it. That's why I was like, is that why Lee found the story funny? Because people got fired. Luckily, he got rehired. Fired, <laughs> <but laughs> rehired. Always somebody get fired. Like I like that. Yeah, like yeah. That. Yep. 
That's some, <laughs> that's some funny. There's probably a guy named Joe Construction. <laughs> yeah. They was there like, "Where's Joe Construction at?" <laughs> I don't Joe know. He's probably working with off duty. Sammy Cement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Jack Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Jack, Jack Hammer here? <laughs> oh man. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. Some of the original restaurants that opened up were the, I think this is going to, Coconino Cove. I think that's how you're going to say that. Ooh, okay. Uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, 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 okay. Okay. Casino. Bahama. <laughs> Bahama. Come on, baby. Give it to me, mama. Ooh. We built this for you. In your face. We fired Crane too. I love your face. I don't know where y'all have gone with this thing. I'm like listening. <laughs> Coconino. You started the song. And it was I, was, kinda, I was doing the Beach Boy thing, but y'all just like. I man. was with you there. Then we did the. We were trying to be the pips to your Gladys State. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? I, I thought so. I, I didn't mean to pip y'all out. <laughs> we got pipped out. <laughs> I have to play. I have to sing. Music's not in me. It is me. We must dance. <laughs> ah, very nice. Very nice. Uh, Coco yeah. Nino. Coco Cove. Coco. You were Coco saying Nino. about Coco Cove. Yeah. So you also had the Concourse Grill, which later became the Concourse Steakhouse, which <sighs> later became the Contempo Cafe, which was a uh, the Contempo Cafe was a nod to the original tempo uh tempo, tempo bay. bay yes mm-hmm. uh, and then you had the contemporary Com- cafe which eventually became chef mickey's don't forget the terrace cafe though as well right i and think then, it was a terrace cafe when we visited but okay mm, I I remember, it, yeah. it's hard to tell because it changed names so well, many it times was a terrace cafe but no dude this is like the matrix you don't want to go into this because i mean it changed names and <laughs> uh, like there was the pueblo cafe it, it, it went through so many alterations in there like i'm literally was trying to pigeonhole like you know like okay i know i went there during these time frames during this time which one would have been the one that would have been open during this time and I even found the exact same Disney placemat that I remember having as a kid. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, with the Disney, uh, I don't know if it was Disney and Friends or Mickey and Friends or whatever it was, breakfast at the Contemporary Resort. But I'd, I'll never forget that breakfast. That was the other thing I remember. It was sitting down having breakfast uh, for the first time in the middle of that. That, that whole concourse yeah thing? that concourse yeah, 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 i mean yeah. it's wide like it, it wasn't as packed in as it is today it would all the no, stuff you're right. it was a lot more wide yeah. open yeah sitting in those booths and everything like that and seeing the characters like wait whoa wait a minute we're in this really cool building and there's a monorail coming through and we're in this open air thing and there are trees and oh my god there's a character here it was just it, you it blew your mind it really did right now the the big draw was the top of the world or what they called the top of the world supper club and so they would have celebrity entertainers there like rosemary clooney mel torme um sherry lewis uh four tops the spinners peaches and herb phyllis diller a lot of other people uh like that and uh, and one so of eli's favorites don't forget one of eli's favorites Jack Jones. Barbara Eden? Hey. No, Jack Jones. Jack Jones. Oh, <laughs> Remember? Jack Jones. Yeah, Jack Jones. Remember, uh, we did this on the show before. What did Jack Jones sing, Eli? What? Remember, we did this on the show before? What did Jack Jones sing? I was, about, I was thinking Tom Jones. I don't know what no, no, no. Jack uh, Jones. What did Jack Tom Jones, Jones sing? <laughs> Jack Jones. Hey, what? Oh, Delilah. You call him Jack Jones, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> 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 
You cheat, you cheat. Cheat Jack Jones. Come your heart. Come your heart, Jack Jones. I was like, what? What? Jack Jones, what? Come on, we did this on the show before. What did Jack Jones say? Oh, oh it was an episode with Andy and Amy you were here. We were talking about their experiences when they were eating at the Contemporary. He sang the theme song to a popular TV show in the 80s. One day at a time. Don't be that smile again. No. <laughs> that was Alan Thicke. <laughs> oh, wow, man. I'll give it away for you right now, but it took place on the ocean. Love boom. That's right. And you actually oh, sang the theme song we'll last time we did this. We'll be taking another run. That's right. That's ah, yes. Okay. The love boat. The Jack. Jo- that's the Jack Jones. Oh right? man. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a lot of babies conceived that night. There. He <laughs> said, <"That's all." laughs> that puts you in the mood. Okay, who you are? I wonder if that, like I'm. I guess it would like if that's got to be part of his act, right? Yeah. Hey, sing the sing the thing theme song to the love boat. He's right? probably like, yeah, I don't know too much. Love boat, <laughs> free bird. <laughs> <laughs> he starts singing something that's like, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> we want to hear love love boat. I want love boat. boat again. I want love boat again. <laughs> Try to get my third baby. <laughs> get your third baby. <laughs> <laughs> now pull me a drink, Isaac. That's so specific. <laughs> get you that's that third funny. baby. <laughs> So that was, you know, so that was their big entertainment, Vegas style shows. They'd have like different uh, entertainers come in every month, and of course, that eventually became uh, what's California Girl now. <laughs> it became the California Girl, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, don't forget the Broadway show that they used to do there at the mm-hmm. top of the world. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They did all these these kind of shows there, uh, Broadway shows, Vegas style shows. They would have like people with violins coming by and you know play for you. And well, that was a separate stuff. thing. That was a separate thing. That wasn't at the top of the world. That was a separate. Okay, world. where was that at? That was uh, oh god. There was a little separate place off to the side. They used there was a name for it. Um, <sighs> I'm blanking on the name, but it was a, it was a side restaurant to the top of the world that they used to have over there on the side of the world. It was on the side of the <laughs> on the side of the world. And the top of the world, the top of the world had the orchestra. There was a, okay. okay. So the top of the world had the orchestra. Right. That would play where you can go ahead and dance, yeah. and then they had the entertainment that came on. But there was another, like there was another one that was just it was a jacket required. Yes. Places. Oh, where is that? Terrace I Cafe? That. Huh? No, no, no. Terrace Cafe was downstairs. I think. I mean, this is you. No, no, you're right. I remember reading. You're that taking somewhere. us down this matrix. Yeah, I was gonna say you. Why are you asking me these questions? You're the one to research. I, I'm going by memory here. You cheated, like, but he's like, oh. but I'm, I'm trying to remember too because they said that there was two. There was two places that you needed a jacket, and Top of the World was one of them, but there was another one. Uh, Gulf Coast Room. The Gulf Coast Room. Gulf Coast Room. Coast okay, room. One on, of the select Walt Disney Worlds that required jackets for men, Top of the World also required oh, them. Oh, Gulf Coast Room. One of the select Walt Disney <laughs> We're reading the same freaking website. That's hilarious. You're like, <laughs> you started it, and he's like. closed in May 28th. Yeah. That's it. The Gulf Coast Room. It's very, it's especially like if you weren't around back then, like you, you lose your bearings. To go ahead and. and not only remember the names, but just where they were at because each of those footprints changed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they took over other footprints. So, I mean, figuring all this yeah. out, I mean, it's it's like JFK, dude. It's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> wrapped inside of a riddle. Exactly. In a pretzel. In a pretzel. Sure don't even know who did it. Don't you get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's funny. So, I was going to go through like some of the renovations, but obviously there's been a ton of renovations since the thing opened. But what I found interesting is they did their first renovation after the uh, hotel had only been open a year. Um, you know, because at that time there was only two hotels 
and the demand was so high. Three. Uh, and the average stay was usually like two to three days. So just constant turn, 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 turn. Three people what? in, people out, people in, people out. So within a year, they already needed to refurb uh, these rooms. To everything, turn, refurb, turn, refurb, refurb. There was a third hotel. To refurb, refurb, refurb. There was there was three hotels, Lee. Three hotels. And there was a third hotel. Needed to and be. it was magical. And it pitched a tent. Pitch a tent? <laughs> Is that what you said? There's that fifth leg. Refurb, refurb, refurb. It was three hotels. There was a saw going, right. and then there's like three hotels going. This is like, this is deep. There's three hotels. Refurb, <laughs> refurb, refurb. There was Phineas and <laughs> refurb, refurb. <laughs> Peaches and reverb, reverb, reverb. That song brought to you by the Magic Our Way podcast. Take it away, Lee. All right. So I was going to talk about renovations, but obviously there's been a ton of renovations since you know the hotel opened. But what I found interesting is that they had to do the first renovation basically like a year after it opened because. At that time, they had the two main hotels, which is uh, Contemporary and the Polynesian. And then a few months later, they opened up the campsite. So, you know, at that time, there was only three hotels, and demand was so high uh, for these rooms. <laughs> and, you know, people were staying at that time with only, you know, one park. You're staying like two days, three days maybe. So turnover, turnover, turnover. So within the first year. Refurb, refurb, refurb. Third verse, same, same as, as the, the first. first. <laughs> so yeah, so they had to re- they had to basically refurb all the rooms uh, refurb, within a year. Refurb, refurb, um, refurb. Took about three years to do it. This is an interesting refurbishment, though. That on the <laughs> north wing of the hotel, we're gonna start singing "refurb" every time you say "refurbishment." I can't stop okay. laughing. That's what's gonna start happening because I want to say it again. I can't. I can't stop. I do. I want to say it again. <laughs> We'll hit the mute button. (laughs) 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 Pronouns and verbs. Refurb. 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 You can hit the curve. Refurb. 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 Oh, man. All right. Sorry. So, in 1973, on the north side wing of the hotel, which was then called Bayside, that side, the ho- the concrete had been poured incorrectly, so they had to basically gut the whole thing and, and do it all over. On Bayside? Yeah. Oh man, I bet Zach Morris was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I get up in the morning, I got semen all over my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bringing this up to modern day. Modern day. Modern. January thirty first. 2007 demolition began on the contemporary's north garden wing uh that would at that time they did not make any announcements they just were tearing it down but that would eventually become bay lake tower um which would contain the top of the world lounge which was of course uh, a tribute to the old uh, lounge we talked about earlier which is now california grill kevin and i uh, were there that's right yeah Represent. Now, this is something that i did not know that i'm going to definitely uh be recommending there's several rooms at the Bay Lake Tower where you can be in the restroom, taking a bath, slide the partition, and watch the fireworks from, from the bathtub. 
That's pretty cool, man. I pay some. I pay some top dollars for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. Here and, we go. Um, and a scrub, 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 <laughs> scrub, scrub. <laughs> oh, fireworks! Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, kids, come inside the bathtub with Daddy. <laughs> oh, there's fireworks, <laughs> hey. Dad. Rub a ducky and fireworks. <laughs> So do you know what rooms those things are in? Just I'm gonna have yeah. to research it. I just read it. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll like, book that like cool. in, in the future sometime. Can you say Facebook Live? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, there you go. That'll get you some new patrons. But Ooh, no, Kevin mouth. and I were in the uh, top of the world lounge uh, at at Bay Lake. The very uh, first podcast trip. Yes. yes, that was a yeah. very nice homage. Yeah, that was that, that was they cool. Did there. Yeah. And, and we're thinking that'd be a great place to record a show because there's like those little nooks and crannies that you could pull the curtain and like you know yes have some privacy so you could record you don't get all the other noise absolutely uh, you know and we could just go in a little booth by ourselves. I mean it really I mean for fireworks time which is when I think we went up there it wasn't all that crowded no it wasn't crowded at all and they no. still piped in the music you could watch it and mm-hmm. they had food drinks it was excellent. And Bay Lake Tower is a really nice um, add-on. I would yeah, say yeah, like, like you it. know it, yeah, it's, yeah it, it it complements it it does. It absolutely does uh, compliment it. That's a good point. Uh, on a, a kind of a sad note, the architect who designed Bay Lake Tower, Charles Gwathme, he actually passed away the day before the opening of the resort. Damn. So, oh, wow. Rest in peace, homie. <laughs> pour out my... Pour a little out for uh, your homie? Pour out, yeah. pour out a little duels for my homie. We'll pour out, pour out a little <laughs> melt steel me. for you. It, w- anything like, you know, did... did did he take his own life or was it just, you know... No, I just, I just know he passed away. Um, <laughs> like, I do but he... But you mentioned the person that committed suicide. Do you remember the guy that committed suicide at the Contemporary back in March of 2016? Um, there were a ton of them. Like, a lot of people yeah. have committed suicide. That's like suicide capital of Walt Disney World. Is. Oh, that's scary. Like the, Contemporary like the San Francisco Bridge of... Uh, yes. That's, I mean, it's so easy. Just climb over the railing and boom. Yeah, I mean, I remember, was it Jim Hill who said it? Where they have, like, this kind of, like, makeshift tent that kind of, like, you know, because they're so used to it by now. Yeah. So they can cover the body when, the, when, when they jump from now on. Because yeah. there was a lot of people who... Uh, commit suicide at the uh, at the contemporary. I don't. I, I you know they don't really publicize suicides for whatever reason. I right. Yeah, you, it's not exactly a, cl- uh, a, a a drawing point to your hotel. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, but I mean, for whatever reason, they think that it'll publicize it and people like want to yeah. like you know copy. Oh, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. If you gotta go, I guess Disney's uh, not a terrible place to do it. Yeah, except for the kids who have to watch that. Like, man, if I'm on a vacation, I mean, I feel sorry for the person that did it, but I'd be pissed. But, like, your vacation is ruined. Like, now this person falls, and then they got to close everything off. So, like, you by the pool chilling, somebody hits the ground. Like, sorry, we got to close everything. Like, wait, I... Look, he just put the sheet over him. Let, let's finish this one lap or something. Well, they got the tent now. They put the tent over him, and, yeah, no, it... That's crazy. It's, I, they, 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 charge him, they charge him for the cabana. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not even. Oh, oh, oh one way ticket to the cabana. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you know, sometimes oh, go dark sometimes. So, uh, as we talked about earlier, the, the original price was like $28. So, right now, uh, current rates for the tower. Is about six ten to nine sixty two a night, depending on the season. If oh. you have Bay Lake view or uh, fireworks view, 
You can get uh, the garden wing rooms from about four fifty to seven hundred eight. Uh, uh, wow! That's all before. That's with taxes and before any possible discounts. Uh, How much do you yes. pay if they just take the crane and pull my room back out? How much money <laughs> <did> that save? <laughs> <laughs> that's half uh, can off. You pull, can you pull that room out and set it over at Art of Animation? Yeah. How much? Yeah. <laughs> I, I still. I just wanted to suspend by the contemporary so I could still see the fireworks, but yet not be in the hotel. They'll put you on one of those uh, push pop. <laughs> that is like one of the like main places I want to stay again because are we wrapping up this conversation here later? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like yeah. Because yeah, yeah. okay, I like to stay there again. Yeah, I I like to stay there again. I stayed there twice. The first time in the A frame when I was a kid. Second time in Bay Lake Tower with you. I want to stay back in the A frame. I want to stay back in the A frame. That's one I yeah. would kind of kill for. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I could never find that A frame. You know, at at a reasonable price, like. Right. Okay, rank real quick. Rank the uh, the monorail resorts. Okay, so you got the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, and the Contemporary. Real quick, rank as them. far rank as like what? What were you? What what was no, 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 not price, not price. Where you would like to stay? Forget price. Where I mean, oh, where me would, would you be, like? To me stay? would be like Contemporary, Polynesian, Grand Floridian. Okay, that would be my that would be my Contemporary, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and but if only if I've got the fireworks view. If I don't have the fireworks view, I'll go Poly. Contemporary Grand. All right, I think y'all are crazy. I was gonna say I I was figuring at least Grand and Contemporary yes. and Poly. I'm with Eli 100. percent No, this. I know I get it, but I've I've already stated this. Like it just the the, the Grand Floridian. I I feel like uh, a bum when I'm there. <laughs> it's like oh, this oh, is oh you feel I'm sorry, Vagrant. You're freaking third yeah, beard. Like <laughs> Trying to sleep on the bench over there. <laughs> Five-legged five legged beard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Who wants to see me in the bathtub? No, nah, man. The gr- Look, I think the poly is great, but I think it's overhyped for what it is, especially now that they have the bungalows that took away the view. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> is that. Yeah. Yeah, there for most that, of it. Yeah. The grand ceremonial house ain't all that grand. Um. Now I love the Lapu Lapus. Yeah, uh, Trader Sam's is, is okay. It's bigger than the one in Disneyland, but it's still cramped. Yeah, cramped uh, is a good word. You're dealing with a lot more people. Um, mm-hmm. in Disney World, uh, I don't know. I, I think the Polynesian's kind of overhyped. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love the theme. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, if I looked at each of those hotels, like I love the Polynesian's theme. I love the luxury and elegance of the Grand Floridian, and I love the history. And the um, atmosphere yeah. of of mm-hmm. the contemporary. Yeah. So I, they all have. I mean, and I, I'm, I mean, I'm they're teasing. all great resorts. Yeah. yeah, I'm teasing be- because, I mean, it's like you know, you like the blonde, the brunette, or the you know, redhead. redhead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's yes. No disrespect. <laughs> me too. No disrespect. No, nah, I'm just saying, uh, you can find beauty in everything, and and these are very much beautiful. Yeah. So we're we're kind of like you know. Hairs. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah. the, like the, hairs, like the grand, at least uh, for me, I kind of like privacy sometimes. Like, you know, if I would chill out, have a you know, drink or whatever. So, I mean, like the grand always looks. Um, well, you stayed at the grand, though, with us before. So, I mean, it's yeah. like you, you've had the grand, you've had the, uh, the, the Polynesian. Right. You haven't stayed at the, grand, uh, at the contemporary. No. Whereas, Kevin, have you ever stayed at the Grand Floridian? I never stayed at the Grand Floridian. Okay. Lee, have you ever stayed at the Grand Floridian? Yeah. No. You obviously stayed at the Poly? No. Have you stayed at the Contemporary? No. I've, I've stayed at okay. the freaking Old Key West as, as, as rich as my blood has gotten. Okay. No, it's a, fair enough. I mean, you know, like yeah. blank slate, though. I'll uh, tell you what, though. Yeah. I might be staying at the Glam Floridian over Mardi Gras next year. All right. Oh, wow. If I'm able to book it. 
with DVC points. I don't know. We'll see. Stay, dude. Stay at the Grand. You know, I want to. I, that's yeah. that's one of the ones I haven't been to yet. I'd like to stay at it. Yeah, you know, look, it's 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 a little bit more messed up since the attack. You don't have that open beach anymore and everything like that. Uh, well, I, I imagine I don't know what they have at the poly now. To be honest with you, since the attack. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Why am I saying that? We were we at just, the poly yeah, after the attack, yeah. and the beach was still there. Yeah, you can't close off that beach. I mean, it was like a small section of it Is that it, they yeah. were like, "Hey, be, you know, well, watch alligators out, but... don't like that wave machine they still got sitting out there <laughs> <laughs> that hadn't worked and whatever." Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. With the so, what next month we get the Polynesian? I guess rightly. Mm-hmm, yes. So we're gonna get the 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 wave machine. You gonna tell us all about that? Apparently, the Beatles. <laughs> you tell us all about the Beatles breakup at the Polony. Oh yes, yeah. See, I knew there was something with the Beatles. Olive Rolly's, uh, Olive Rolly's, uh, uh, Tiki gods from the original Enchanted Tiki Room in Disneyland. The original centerpiece of the lobby. Yeah. So there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to encompass in that. Well, um, anyway, so that's that's about it. I mean, um, you nice. know the. The new, the the current contemporaries got all kinds of stuff to do uh, for everyone: basketball, volleyball, tennis, fishing, jogging trails, yoga, uh, nightly campfires, movies under the stars, uh, fitness centers, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can rent watercrafts and motorized boats. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the Pirates and Pals fireworks cruise. There's uh, just all kinds of stuff to do there. Um, you know, there's just lots of entertainment and uh, resort stuff to do at the resort. Uh, we kind of went through all the 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 uh, old restaurants, what they become now. Um, you know, so there's been a lot of changes there. The outer rim is what used to be the uh, the monorail bar, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so but again, you know, you're basically paying for location when you stay at the Contemporary. Yes. Uh, there's definitely history, and there's definitely that you know that nostalgia. But when you stay at the Contemporary, you're paying for location, location, location. You're paying to be able to walk to the Magic Kingdom and walk back and you know if you get tired in the day take a little break and you don't have to get an hour wait on a bus and things like that so you know that's why a lot of times when when I have guests that are considering uh, you know those three resorts if they got younger kids I'm like you know it's hard to beat the contemporary it's hard to beat being able to just walk right home uh, at the end of the night and not have to get on a bus or uh, you know a monorail don't so, Okay, a couple things real quickly, though. Uh, all right, because I was going to tell you this before, but real quick, you, you touched on that, and we didn't... I mean, look, this we're going we're going long a little bit, but yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things Lee just said reminded me, here, here's something we just flew right by, was that the original intent was that there would be a, a, um, a pathway between, you know, as being the contemporary so close re- related to the Tomorrowland... Uh, Right. Oh, there would be a walkway to Tomorrowland. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was supposed to be a people oh. mover and everything like this. So, I mean, there was actual designs on how to incorporate uh, Tomorrowland into that. But real quick, um, we talked about this once a long time ago on this show, like one of the, like the best bathrooms on property. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, the convention center. The convention center yeah, on the busy. second floor of the Contemporary Hotel, best bathrooms on property Period. Just for spaciousness or design or peace of mind. Seclusion. Air conditioning. Like, yeah, it's just being away from everything, just being like, ha, it's where's like my spa. cell phone? I'll be here for a little while. It's like a yes. man's spa. Oh, yeah. I love the contemporary bathrooms. I love that se- that, that second floor. With all those it's floors. nice. Oh, no, yeah. I remember we talked about that a long time ago. It, absolutely. Uh, that is another thing about the contemporary that I just love. 
Wait a minute. Um, uh, no, guys, those bathrooms suck. Don't go there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do don't it. Tell They're de- gross. Don't tell anybody. Especially the handicap stall that I would never use. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nobody, nobody no. goes to the bathroom terrible. Like a small kind of medium. No. Yeah, go to the Magic Kingdom. You'll get cleaner ones there. <laughs> All right, good. Dude. Yeah, I was about to say, we almost gave it away. <laughs> but yeah, Lee, you can help these guys book a vacation to stay contemporary, right? Absolutely. Awesome. We can get it done. Get you hooked up and booked. With no Asselvika. Refurb, refurb, refurb. <laughs> Best bathroom to drop a turn. Refurb, refurb, refurb. <laughs> when you flush it, it goes way down. So far to down. the sewer. Da, 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 da. And then it comes up and says, Heidi Ho. Well, guys, Lee's about to tell you how to book with him in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that little history lesson on the Contemporary Resort at the Walt Disney World Resort. And if you want to learn more about us, magicalway.com is the way to go. There you find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicalway.com. You can send us a voicemail via SpeakPipe or call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN. Weekend 669-4226. Hey, can I have a second here real quick? Because yes, you may I, have a second. I think that we're, we're you know we're hurrying up and we're getting to our closing and stuff like that. But I'm gonna be honest. All right, so Lee, we were all sitting around at dinner and we were like, <laughs> What are what are your confidence level in Lee Lastavica being able to carry this show and doing his research and being able to really do a good job and encompassing the history of the of the contemporary resort in Walt Disney World, and we all looked around the table, and they're like, Meh. you know, it we was all like, gave you fours, play. with one being the best. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, you remember that look in in Tom Hanks' eyes and Saving Private Ryan <laughs> when he knew he was gonna have to blow the bridge. I mean, it was just like <laughs> I was thinking about when he was looking in Bubba's eyes, and he's like. I got shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bubba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was what was in our eyes. But I got to hand it to you, sir. You did an excellent job. Yeah. You did. Well, I mean, look, I'm going to just real talk, real talk. Like, I, But still, I, I do need to say something real quick for all those Moeekans out there, the, all of our regular listeners who listen and like, man, wow, Danny uh, really gives Lee a hard time on this show. I, I just want y'all to notice that I just tried to compliment this man and he just cut me off <laughs> right in the middle of, of compliment and, and telling him what a good job he did. So whenever y'all like, well, Danny kind of gives him a hard time. All right. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate the, uh, the vote of confidence. <laughs> you did a good job, son. That was, that was awesome. You did a really yeah. good job. Your research was spot on. Good job. I, I do cool. I, I do admit we, we, we cringe, but Kudos. we also do hey. You, yeah, you brought it and we were glad to rally and sing about it. You so. encapsulated everything well. You touched it. There was uh, look, there were things you left out, obviously, but I have a feeling the things you left out were for brevity's sake because you 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 took you made sure the major stuff was all in there. Kudos, yeah. sir. Kudos. Well, I mean, shit. I mean, you, you you start looking at this stuff, dude. There's so much information on the internet; it's ridiculous. First of all, so so Lee, let's since you're still talking, go ahead and tell them how they can book a vacation with you to stay at the Contemporary Resort. All right. Well, let's uh, give me a call at four one three three four nine eight seven four seven. That's four one three refurb. 
Refer, 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 book a vacation with Lee, refer, refurb. I love the callback. And he'll stretch that budget so far. It'll never get back in shape. Why are you so fat? Me and Lee at magicharway.com. As always, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And as always, we will get you hooked up and booked up with no Refurbavica. <laughs> nice. Eli, tell them you got stuff going on with comic books, man. Tell them what they can do to support you. Yes, yeah, sir. You can go to ivycomics.com and check out the work that I have for Project Geisha, Savages, Molly Be Damned. Always a link to the Magic Highway podcast so you never miss a beat. You can find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has its own Facebook page, so facebook.com slash Project Geisha. And, of course, on Instagram, it'll be found at eivory504 and Twitter, Hancock10166. So, as always, I appreciate the love for the art. Maybe I should start drawing things on tiles. <laughs> With five legs. With yeah. five legs, yeah. And uh, if you want to support all of this, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on the affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets also on our website on the upper right hand corner and support the show that way. You can represent the Moeekin Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to do support us is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blu-ray, Google Play, etc. And, you know, fun fact about Google Play, and I just happened to find this out today because I was thinking about the whole conundrum with your sister. She couldn't find us on Google Play. She could not. Does she have an iPhone? No. Oh, that was part of the conundrum. That was part. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I was just but saying. Find, I found she it. She did find Google Dolls, but yes, not Google. yes, because that's the thing. You had to go to Google Music. Google so Play say, Music. Yeah. Yes, you have to go. Uh, so it's a separate thing. You got to go to yeah. Google Music, and then on the Google Music, you got to hit Google Podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I was able to pull it up, and I was able to show it to her. Um, and that happened about a month ago or so. But I mean, yeah. So she's got it by now. But yeah, it's not as easy as Google no. Play. Samsung, man. They, you know that that once you're in that world of Apple. It, Android, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Huh? You could just always type Magic Highway in Google, and um, it'll, pull up the web, it'll pull up the website, but not. Yeah, it, and, and it's funny thing I was about to say. Get, it pulls up the have, episodes. Yeah, yeah. If you have the Google Play app on your iPhone or iPad, you cannot access the or Google Play Music. You cannot access the podcast feature of that app, mm-hmm. which is strange. Yeah. So yes. for those. I wanted to clarify that because I've been saying that for going forward. I will say Google Play Music is where you can support us. Well, that's a good point. Yes. Why don't you talk a little bit about what we've just done in order to develop a little bit of a more of a, a community on Facebook for the time being? Oh, community. Community. How about that? Community. Community. <laughs> no, the guys, uh, hopefully you're still listening to the show. But yeah, we created uh, and, and I'll have posts up intermittently throughout the week. Uh, but we have the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Club, which is a community of Moeekin, Moeekins. It's the Moeekin Nation on Facebook. And that's where you can find them there. You can chat with other Moeekins on there. Heretofore, uh, it's been private as it's been in its yes. testing phase. Yes, it's been in uh, whatever they call it, a soft opening. Beta testing. And now uh, we just ripped that bandage open and we're open as the, you know, uh, the day is long. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty long day. Pretty long um, day. Yeah. So now open it for public. You can search for the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Club, or you can check out the post that I'll put up on social media uh, or pre- primarily Facebook and click on that link. It'll take you straight for the thing. You only have three little questions you got to answer, but I'm pretty sure you listen to the show. You know those questions. 
Hmm. Are you like the knight in Indiana Jones at this point in time? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> so anyway, guys, you can find the, the group and you can interact with all the other Mohicans, you know, chat about dizzy things, chat about the podcast, chat about whatever uh, to your little heart's content. For those that are on Facebook, for those who are not on Facebook or any other thing, keep an eye out for something in the near future. Yeah, we're working on something that's going to yes. be a little bit easier than answering uh, three riddles. Yes, yes. <laughs> I yes. do like the three riddles. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, enjoy that. That's like a kind of a, we're using that as like a testing ground for our further project that we're coming up, yes. uh, which will come out in definitely later in 2018. So keep an eye out for that. And we're keep evolving. listening to the show. We are evolving. We are evolving. We guys. must evolve. It's going to be awesome. We thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Ari podcast, so get in touch with us today. And don't forget, guys, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds, so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Monte Cristos. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. but you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, man. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada Boy, bing. Listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?